you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, and welcome back to the Family's Fly Free Podcast. I'm Lynn Mettler. So glad to have you here this week. My family is just back from a February trip where we went to South Beach and Miami. So um, as long as we've been flying free and going to lots of places, Miami was one place on our list that we had never been. We've tried to get there before and somehow it never works out. So we were able to make it work for a February break that my kids have. That was new for our school system. We got um, the week of President's Day off. And so, uh, of course, we wanted to head somewhere warm to get out of the Indiana winter for a little bit. And it, it was lovely. The weather was perfect. It was sunny about 80 degrees. Um, we hung out on the beach a little bit. We did some of the touristy stuff, looked at little Havana. We did a boat tour of all the multi-million dollar celebrity homes. So it was super fun. But, um, what that brought to mind for me is what travel is going to be like this year. So a little bit of a story behind this. So we um, had originally planned to go to the Fort Lauderdale area um, and our accommodations fell through that we had planned ahead of time. And so that happened maybe three weeks ahead. And so we kind of had to scramble to find something different. And it was pretty crazy. I have to tell you, like in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, there was very little to choose from in terms of hotels and pricing was just through the roof, like more than you would find at Disney World even. Um, and so we kind of switched gears and thought we really like Santa Barbara. So we're like, well, maybe we'll just, um, everybody's going to Florida in February. So maybe we should just shift to California. So we started to look out there and there was literally not a single hotel room in all of Santa Barbara for the time that we wanted to be there. Not even at Best Western, not even at La Quinta Inn, like not a single hotel room. And so, so we kind of just gave up at that point. And because we have Southwest flights booked in points, we knew we could cancel, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, so I just kind of thought, okay, we're just not going to be able to do anything. And I kept looking over the weekend before president's day, just to see if I could make anything work for a couple days that week. And I was able to then finally, once we kind of took president's day out of the equation, I think that was, um, the real, the real X factor there. Everyone was off for that holiday. It was making a long weekend of it. And everyone was headed out of town somewhere. Um, and so once we kind of let that pass, I was able to get us booked on a flight on Tuesday and come back on Saturday and do Miami for um, a little bit more reasonable. So all that to say that I think that this is a hallmark of what travel is going to be like this year. I think we are already starting to see uh, people who didn't feel comfortable traveling during the pandemic. A lot of those people are 
you know, there is such pent up demand to travel. I mean, I know how I feel having not traveled since Thanksgiving. Like I am just, if you're a traveler, like it's, it's just hard to sit for very long without going and seeing something different. And so there's two years of pent up demand from some of these people who haven't been traveling during the pandemic, and they are starting to feel comfortable, ready to travel, dying to travel again. And I think the floodgates are just wide open. And I think it's going to be crazy. So um, not only did we have that experience, you know, looking for hotels and the the pricing for hotels and all of that, but um, when we were flying back on Saturday to Indianapolis at the Miami airport, and Saturday is not traditionally like one of the busier days to fly. It's not the the slowest day, Tuesday, Wednesday are the slowest days, but um, typically Friday, Sunday, and Monday are the busier days. So um, the security line in Miami was insane. Um, And I posted a picture of that in my Instagram story. Uh, If you wanna follow me on Instagram, it's just families fly free. And I share a lot of posts of uh, when we're traveling and, and what we're doing. But um, we have TSA pre-check and we waited in line for 30 minutes in the TSA pre-check line. So if that gives you any sort of an idea of the number of people who are going to be in airports and traveling and filling hotels and filling flights, um, and this is February, can you imagine what this summer is going to be like? So I just thought this would be a great topic for a podcast. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I think is going to happen this year. Of course, none of us knows what's around the next corner, um, but it does feel like things are finally opening up. Mask mandates are lifting. Um, Some vaccination requirements are being lifted in, in different places. And so that is going to allow a lot of people, um, to travel and people are going to feel more comfortable traveling, um, particularly with if the case numbers stay way down like they are right now. So let's talk through um, what I think you're going to need to know and and what I think you're going to need to do if you want to travel this year. So number one is you are going to need to plan ahead. Plan, plan, plan. Um, And I have to tell you, I am not a big planner. I tend to be one of these people that's like, well, where do we feel like going, you know, for spring break? Okay. And then, you know, a a month or two before summer, where do we feel like going for summer? And then sometimes I'll just wait till we get to the destination to decide what we're going to do when we're there. That is not going to fly this year. So I have made myself a promise that I'm going to go ahead and map out the rest of our year. So I've got spring break nailed down. We're going to go to Kauai. Um, Now I'm working on our summer trip. We're hoping to be able to go to Rome, but there's definitely some logistics that have to get worked out to make that happen. We have um, a son graduating high school this year. So we have to get through graduation and then I'm hoping to take him on a trip to Rome in celebration because I think that's the most awesome place in the world um, to go see all of that history. And uh, it's just absolutely magical. Uh, And as if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I love Italy and am studying Italian. So I uh, would, I haven't been able to go to Italy since I've studied Italian. So it'd be awesome to go and actually try out the language with some real local Italians. Um, And then, you know, I'm going to go ahead as uh, flights haven't opened yet for October, November on Southwest, but um, I'm going to have my plan ready as soon as they do um, 
definitely will probably head back to Disney over Thanksgiving. We did that last year and it was super fun. We loved it. We love to go to horror nights at Universal Studios in October. So I imagine that will be happening. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and try to map it out. And I would encourage you to do that also. Um, so not only do you need to know where you're going, but you need to go ahead as soon as you can and um, book your hotels, book your car rentals, book your theme park tickets, and definitely things that are cancelable. So certainly car rentals are cancelable. Um, We've talked a lot inside the Family Supply Free Membership about how to save on car rentals. Um, we've talked a lot about Turo, which is really gaining traction. It's sort of the Airbnb of um, cars. Um, and we have some members who have cars on Turo. We just booked our first car on Turo for our Kauai trip. Um, those are cancelable too, like right up until um, the day of the reservation. So it doesn't hurt to have these locked in um, and then you can cancel if you need to. Most hotels now allow you, you know, some pay attention to what the cancellation policy is, but um, most of them will allow you some sort of flexibility to cancel. And some of them have like a slightly higher rate. If you're going to cancel, you might want to pay that just to give yourself the flexibility. Um, I just booked a hotel on southwesthotels.com and earned a whole bunch of Southwest points. Um, but you have to pay attention. Some hotels on there are cancelable and some are not. So pay close attention to that. Um, and I would book your flights as soon as you can. And, and, you know, there are so many great reasons to fly Southwest, but a big one is the fact that if you book in points, which is how we always teach you to book Southwest, you don't ever want to pay a cash fare with them because you, you don't have this complete and utter flexibility to change and cancel without ending up with travel credits that are going to expire and that are tied to a particular person. When you book in points, like you can cancel your flight on Southwest up to 10 minutes before departure. And the points go right back in your account. They never expire and you can use them to book anyone. So if you end up with a companion pass this year um, and, you know, you had a travel credit for the person who's going to be your companion, you're never going to use that travel credit. If instead you had them booked in points and, and they end up being your companion, the points just go right back in your account when you add them as your companion. So go ahead and book your flights on Southwest. What's the harm in it? If you've got the points, do it. Um, and then you can change it. You can cancel it if you need to. Um, all the time on Southwest, I'm looking for deals always, like what's cheap in points to go to from our home city. And I will grab it if I see it, because if it's gone tomorrow, I can't get it. But if I grab it now, I don't have to use it. I can cancel it later on if I decide that's not what we want to do. And I, I, let me tell you, I do that constantly, <laughs> constantly booking and changing and canceling because you can do that on Southwest. And that's how you get some really great deals to great places. So book all that stuff if you can. All right. Because you don't want to be in the situation like we were and, you know, trying to look for a hotel uh, to say in Santa Barbara. And there's none. There's none. So go ahead and lock that in and cancel if you decide not to go to that destination. And I think car rentals are, are gonna be a problem again this year. Um, it doesn't seem like the, the car rental companies have been able to um, you know, sufficiently supply their inventory that they sold off during the pandemic because we still have this chip problem with the, you know, that are needed in the making of cars and then the you know, container ships not being able to get in, all of this um, is still backed up. And so, um, lock your car rentals in early. Um, and if you want to learn more about how to save on car rentals and, and Turo and the like, um, we definitely have 
multiple great webinars inside the membership to, to really help you max that out, understand what insurance you need, um, how to have different drivers, uh, what cards you can use to book so that you're, you know, you get extra travel insurance protection, primary insurance protection versus secondary, all this, these kinds of details um, can make a difference for you. Okay. So number one is plan ahead and book everything that you can. Okay. Number two is things are going to be more expensive this year because there's going to be a high demand. So that's going to push up the price. If they can get a high price for something and people will pay it, of course, they're going to charge it. So um, again, we really saw this in, in South Beach. Things were just again, outrageously expensive when we were looking over President's Day weekend. Again, more than you would pay at some of the nicest Disney resorts, which I already think are crazy high prices. Um, so this is, and this is just Florida. Um, and South Beach as a whole, I thought was, I, I know it's notoriously overpriced, but it really is. Like it's, it's up there more so, I'd say, than Hawaii and Disney even. Um, so hotels are going to be expensive. Um, and I think that and flights are going to be expensive. So using miles and points effectively is going to be more important than ever this year if you don't want to just shell out tons of money for your travels. Um, so you're really going to need to understand how to collect as many miles and points as you can um, in the easiest way possible and how to efficiently redeem those both with airlines and with hotels. And we're seeing a lot of the hotel chains are devaluing their points this year. Um, and you have to think about, again, we've had several years here where a lot of people haven't traveled. So they, and they've been able to collect points um, if they follow systems like mine, where I teach you how to earn points from home, right? Without ever even setting foot on a plane, or maybe they already had points that they just haven't used. So people are sitting on a lot of points. There's going to be an influx of points into the system here. And so I think we're going to see a lot of changes in um, loyalty programs this year and what they are worth and how, how to use them. So you really need to stay on top of that. Um, and uh, inside the Families Fly Free membership, you know, not only do we teach you how to fly free, but a whole point of this is to keep you updated in real time about the travel news that you need to know and help you most effectively make the use of the miles and points that you have and how to maximize collecting um, points also so that you have as many as you can to spend. So um, for example, Marriott is, as of this recording, you know, they're getting ready to change the way that their point structure works for booking their hotels. So it used to be um, like you could book a category, say for a hotel for 50,000 points per night. Um, now there's not going to be a set price. It's going to be more dynamic pricing. It's going to be what they can charge. And this year they're going to be able to charge a lot. So your um, hotel night, one night could be 40,000 points. It could be 45 the next, it could be 50 the next. Um, and so it's a good idea to go ahead and, and book some things with Marriott before that changes. I mean, there's also the potential that the prices could go lower if there's low demand, but I just don't think that, you know, we're going to see that this year. Um, you know, you need to think about, does it make more sense for you to buy some points than to actually book in cash um, with hotels, with um, Southwest. And that's definitely something I recommend with Southwest. If you feel like you want to book in cash or you don't have enough points, it's usually better to buy the points, but you need to understand um, 
what's a good price to buy Southwest points and when you should and when you shouldn't um, stock up. And it's the same with the hotel chains. Like, should you, should you buy Marriott points when they're having a sale? Should you buy IHG points when they're having a sale um, to kind of stock up and, and buy them for their cash value or for less than their cash value? Another thing that I think is going to come into play here as um, we see devaluation of points are flexible travel cards. And I'm already a big proponent of this because um, they allow you again to have points and across you know, that work with multiple different loyalty programs. So not just you don't just have Southwest points, you don't just have Marriott points, but you have a flexible point that can work across multiple airlines and multiple hotel chains. And that's going to be important as you need to navigate these waters as things are changing. I also think that some cards, maybe like Capital One Venture Rewards and that system, um, where they just reimburse you for any travel charge, that that might come into play this year. If you know you can't use points, say, to book a hotel room because they're just not letting you because they don't need to allow it because they're full, um, then you could still book, say, that property and pay dollars and get reimbursed through a card um, like that that reimburses you, um, you know, you don't use points to book it, but you just charge to the card and you get reimbursed if it's a travel charge. So I think those kind of cards are going to come into play here and are going to become um, a key part of the strategy. Um, and so you're going to want to know um, what are the best cards to use here and how do you get the most out of each of them? Because there are a lot of different hacks you can play with each of these cards to make sure that you're really maximizing your redemption um, and earning the most possible points at the same time and you're getting, they all offer different credits for different things so that you're taking advantage of, of the credits for these different things. Um, and the last thing I wanted to point out is um, that it's, you know, it's going to be crazy busy at these places. So like my example in the Miami airport is TSA pre-check. I think folks at a minimum, you're going to need to have TSA pre-check. Like I don't know how long we would have waited in the line <laughs> if we hadn't had TSA pre-check. And that was a 30 minute wait. Um, so, and you know, like there was only one person, I think, checking folks in TSA pre-check. So again, that's a staffing issue that I think we're going to continue to see throughout this year. So combine high demand with the inability to staff and you're going to see long wait times across the travel industry, whether it's checking in, um, you know, whether it's uh, TSA pre-check, um, you know, whether it's theme, theme park lines, all of this stuff you're, is gonna be a problem. Um, and so you're gonna need to understand these different systems to most effectively navigate and spend the least possible time. And, you know, I'm all about keeping it simple. So we always look at each of these different things and try to give you the simplest, least complicated, least time consuming way to navigate it. We figure it out for you. So you don't have to spend, you know, all of the time reinventing the wheel that we've already figured out. But um, definitely, I think you're going to need TSA pre-check or at a minimum, if you're going to be traveling overseas, you're going to need global entry. Um, we have a great webinar inside the membership all about the difference between pre-check, global entry, and clear is another option. So, um, and when we were standing in line, the people for clear, which is a higher priced um, security check that just kind of lets you through 
the line much more quickly. It checks your eyes. That's how it verifies who you are. Like I was sitting here thinking this might be the year we upgrade to clear because those people were just walking right on past us through security. Um, so you also can get though TSA pre-check and global entry again at a minimum free on a lot of different cards or, or using miles and points. Um, and so I have a free resource for you today that is a, it is explains the difference between TSA pre-check, global entry, and clear, um, just briefly, and then it lists out for you um, which travel cards offer a freebie on those. So the way, like if you have a card that has a free credit for say global entry, you just charge it to that card and then that charge is erased. So if you wanna download that free sheet of um, all the travel cards that have a free credit for TSA pre-check and global entry, you can go to familiesflyfree.com slash pre-check, P-R-E-C-H-E-C-K, familiesflyfree.com slash pre-check, and you can download our list of credit cards that include a freebie. A lot of people miss this because they don't um, they don't even know that this particular card that they have has that credit on it. And you absolutely should use that because that's you know eighty five to a hundred dollars that you're saving. And, and for a lot of cards, that can um, make up the annual fee right there if you can if you can save that. Um, so so check that out. Um, consider TSA PreCheck Global Entry. Some of these have long wait times. So um, particularly Global Entry has been problematic. So if you're traveling overseas, I would try to schedule that appointment right away um, because it might be several months before you can even get in and get that taken care of. Um, and one more thing is thinking about where you should go this year to try to avoid crowds. And I'm not sure yet of what that's going to look like. Um, one thing we have thought that may work well this year is cruising um, because there are um, they are starting to relax a, a little bit the regulations on cruising and with cruising you don't have to have a hotel and you don't have to have a car rental so all you do is book the cruise and um, everything's included right you you have to you have to get your flights, um, but it will at least eliminate the hassle of trying to find a sold out hotel room and trying to find a you know, high priced car rental. Um, so this might be a good year to cruise if you like to cruise, if you're comfortable cruising in light of the pandemic and where we are with it, that might be something to consider. And I know we've got um, the Disney Wish uh, is a new ship coming up. So I know we have a lot of folks who are excited about that one. When we were in Miami, we saw the Disney Magic. Um, there's a lot of cruise ships in port down there. Um, throughout the, the time we were there, different ones coming in um, and the Disney Magic heading out, I, I imagine, to the Caribbean. So um, this might be a good year to cruise. I still think it's going to be a busy year for national parks. A lot of national parks have implemented uh, required um, reservations in order to get in, like Arches is a, is a new one this year. So if you're planning to head to a national park, make sure you understand if you need a reservation, um, if, you know, some of those have already passed, you know, when you need the reservation, when you, when they open, because a lot of times as soon as they open, they sell out. Um, so make sure you're on top of all of that as well. And we are the family fly free team. Um, 
we're going to be here with you every step of the way. Um, if you decide to become a member, um, we're going to be hosting live webinars all throughout the year on everything you need to know to, to navigate travel this year, to navigate travel as inexpensively as possible this year. We are available to answer questions to our members at any time and give you an, a response within 24 hours for any travel question that you have, that's the way this is set up. And we are gonna be traveling ourselves, our team, you know, all over the place. And we're gonna be reporting in on the state of things. So uh, my family's headed to Hawaii in April. Um, I've got team members headed to various different national parks throughout the year. Um, We've got team members who are going to be uh, in Europe and Ireland. We're planning to go to Italy. Um, I'm definitely, I'm headed to Disney actually next week. Um, and we'll be back there, you know, probably at least once or twice this year. So we'll be reporting in on all of this stuff for you. We'll let you know how things are working, how things are changing, um, what strategies are working best right now, if these places are busy or not. Um, so if you want to really stay on the pulse of all of this and understand how to navigate the miles and points and the devaluations and um, just how to, to enjoy your travels, you're still going to be able to enjoy your travels this year. I'm just encouraging you to do a little more planning. Um, some of you are super planners, but if you're like me, you're not used to that. So I want to give you a heads up that, that this is going to be a year that you do need to plan ahead and get everything booked. Um, and again, I'd love to have you in inside Flammies Fly Free. If you would like a little bit more personal support along the way, you want to really stay on top of what's happening um, as we go through this year. And of course, you can always do that at familiesflyfree.com slash join. If you want to get my free resource on credit cards that give you a free TSA pre-check or global entry, check out familiesflyfree.com slash pre-check. And uh, happy travels, everyone. I hope you have some great trips planned this year. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.